0: HBs, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while snarking and shurfing and love and feminism. Listen, guys, Melody is sick, and I've never recorded an intro before, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know how to make a good voice that sounds pleasant to your ears, and I'm sorry. But while Melody recovers from her illness, we do have three guest host movie episodes. Today, we have Sarah Nestle, otherwise known as Sarah Whitney, recapping Never Been Kissed. And then next week, Cole's coming on to talk about Romancing the Stone. And then after that, author Suzanne Park will be coming on to talk about Clueless. So we're really excited about that. This was a super fun episode to record with Sarah, who we are so proud to say we knew before she was a super fancy, famous romance author Last time she was on, she was unpublished, and now she has a whole beautiful, lighthearted contemporary series called the Tempt Me series that you guys should definitely check out. And that's it. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, bye, or I guess not bye, because it's the intro, so it's, I guess I say something like, enjoy. Okay. Hi Sarah. Hi. Ann. <laughs> what were you going to say? You were going to say something.
1: I just successfully counted to 8 and I was proud of myself.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, congrats.
1: it's a Sunday. Or, or Sometimes, something. I don't know.
0: Some, well, it's it's Easter. It's, it's not only Sunday. Easter it's Sunday. Easter. Yeah um sometimes mel and i don't make it that high sometimes we we fizzle out at five because we can't remember what comes just next kind of so it
1: and keep going and you get to yeah, oh, and oh, yeah. Like, oh god we got oh yeah. to.
0: focus. <laughs> <laughs> no no we've never overachieved we've only ever underachieved. I wa- no
1: i want you to go like lock yourselves into a number death match to see who uh-huh. calls it first Ooh. who taps out how high do you go before one of you is like this is ludicrous we're done all right
0: again. i'll try that next time okay, we'll see do, what happens
1: psychological warfare
0: Well, so you're here today, Sarah, because Melody is sick. Um, And if you guys out there are patrons, we did record an episode that we are calling the Aaron and Melody Coughing Spectacular, so you guys can really hear proof that... Melody thought she could record like a fifteen minute thing, and it turns out that was like not the case, and it ended up being very funny. But yeah, you're here to because she's she's sick, and we really appreciate you filling in at the last minute.
1: Oh, I'm really excited to do it. I mean, like most of you, I'm I'm home. Yeah, I have time. <laughs> we I checked have my schedule, better. and my schedule said you're free. So- <laughs> So
0: you've guest hosted now twice. This is your third time, right?
1: This is my third time, and this is my first movie. And I'm very excited about that. Oh,
0: right, right, right. Um, but since I don't know, since at least since you did the one with me, you've become a big fancy author. So
1: I want to talk about that. <laughs> oh yes, so big, so fancy. No, yeah, you that's are. actually true. <laughs> that's actually true though. I feel the first time I hosted, it's because we're friends and we do romance and, and, and you're a reader and i'm a reader yeah. yeah 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 and then the second time i uh did uh can't escape love with mm-hmm. Mel. yeah and, and i was, don't
0: remember when that was, uh, it was i can tell you it was like
1: april-ish of last year <clears throat> because i'd just gotten the golden heart finalist for rwa Ooh. for my as yet unpublished book and since then you are correct i have uh become a big fancy as, uh, <laughs> sarah whitney <laughs> Um and that Golden Heart book actually came out last month. It's book three in my series, and I've got a couple short stories out. And yeah, it's it's this has been a wild year, a weird wild year. Oh my god, Uh why did I just do Ed Johnny Carson? That's not
0: (laughs) (laughs) well. Tell us the names of your books. I want to know all their uh, names so we can all go get them.
1: (laughs) As Sarah Whitney, I write the Tempt Me series. Book one is a novella, and it is Tempting Heat. Book two is Tempting Taste, which a lot of the cult—I shouldn't say a lot, but the, uh, the a lot of uh, very kind people at the cult have read it and love it. It's a Grumpy Baker. You gotta love mm-hmm. a Grumpy Baker. And mm-hmm. then book three is Tempting Talk, and that one actually was really—I uh, was scared for that one because I, my hero Jake, I made uh, demisexual. And so, you know, writing about somebody with a sexuality that isn't yours and that you Mm -hmm. desperately want to get right and you don't want to get it wrong or cause, you know, harm or anything like that. So he is he's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorite people. So (laughs) I hope I did that well. And I, uh, in theory, I'm working on book four, which is going to be a fake relationship book. And like, any day now, any day now, that's just going to come to life under my fingers. But that's uh-huh. going to be out in August. <laughs> I have a lot of editing that I'm doing with that right now. Good. And I've got uh, a couple of short stories. Like I said, I've got uh, a freebie short. If you sign up for my newsletter at sarahwhitney.com. Uh you can get a little short uh, enemies to lovers baseball story, which if you're missing baseball maybe that'll help right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. And it's been I've learned so much and I've met amazing people. And I love interacting with your listeners. And I love interacting with my readers. And it's just been, it's been a year, I cannot believe as I go through all that, that it's actually been I started putting those out in November, and it's just taken off. So
0: now this is a question that I just have me, me, Aaron, did you have those all written before you blew up? Or have you written like five books this year?
1: That's a that's a good question. My Golden Heart book has been in various stages for about five years. So that's a book where when I look back at the first draft and I look at the draft that I released in March, I feel like there's maybe 20% DNA overlap between those two books because I've learned so much in the past five years about between-
0: writing- the draft that you submitted for for Golden Heart, and then the one you published. Um,
1: the, the draft I submitted for Golden Heart the first time in 2017. Yes.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, and then I, gotcha. And it
1: final, and I submitted it in 2018, and it didn't final. And I just uh-huh. kept learning and making changes. And in 2019, it's a lot closer to where it ended up. But even then, I I added I've got to say like 30. percent I added uh-huh. or changed to the the Golden Heart manuscript after that. Um, so that one has been in the works for a while. The other books, I, yeah, I wrote those within the past year, I'd say. Wow.
0: Like, that's so impressive to me. Congratulations. Well,
1: thank you. I I don't know. And and now I'm a little nervous because I I had this sort of back catalog because I was working on those in, you know, February, March, April of 2019. And then as, Mm -hmm. as 2019 went on. And so I was able to release pretty quickly in November, February and March of 2019, 2020. Now, though, I don't have that sort of. I'm not sitting on a pile of gold like a dragon on a Mm -hmm. a mountain anymore. Now I have to kind of do things from scratch at this point. And I don't quite know how quickly I work or how easily it's going to come. And so my experienced author friends who've been doing this for years are just like, oh, yeah, I can do this many words in this month and I can get this out by this date. And I'm just not quite there yet with knowing my own speed. So it's all kind of a guess. But uh, I also am. I don't know how your own work ethic is, but if I give myself a deadline, I'm going to meet that deadline. I might be an unpleasant monster (laughs) leading Uh up to it, but I'm going to meet it. So I do have certain editing, um, Slots that are already booked. I've got the cover artist booked for the cover. And so I know I have deadlines to meet. So this book is going to be out on August 13th if I have to, you know, <laughs> not sleep to do it. But it's going to happen. Book four. Tempting lies. Look for it at uh, you know, <laughs> fine retailers everywhere.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And if you're doing the HB Reading Embrace, uh, Sarah is definitely an HB author. So look for Sarah Whitney. Read the books. Um. So when I reached out to you this weekend less than 48 hours ago to ask if you wanted to guest host. And you said, I don't know what kind of book or what book is next? Like, what can we read? I was like, Oh, no, no, you are now a famous, fancy author, you get to choose what book or movie we do.
1: And that completely paralyzed me because I (laughs) cannot make decisions. So we decided (laughs) we wanted to do like a teen
0: nineties, early two thousands romance movie, or I guess teen movie, but they all are romance movies. Yeah. Um. And we put a poll up, and then we realized quickly we didn't actually want to do (laughs) Ten Things I Hate About You.
1: (laughs) Okay. So here is the thing with Ten Things I Hate About You. I love it so much. Uh huh. And so it would just be that. I feel like it would just be us saying, her. it's like
0: it's it's good enough." That it's not it's not something you can really make fun of, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to. Uh-huh. But it's not for me. For me, it's not so good that it's fun to gush about either. Like it has funny moments, but, but they're it mostly has weird intentional spots too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. And yeah,
0: I just wouldn't have as much fun. um talking about it i think like i i don't i don't know it's it's a little bit too good but not good enough mm-hmm. to be like this it, is my favorite it's movie not
1: clueless like clueless is the thing that's so good you're gonna gush and right then it's right not, right and then it's not i'm trying to think what's a complete train wreck that would be uh this one i mean
0: drive me crazy uh she's all that all the <laughs> all although <my> she's <laughs> all that is so a part of my dna that i i and i also love drive me crazy um this one is not part of my dna
1: (laughs) and that's funny because this one's a little more part of my dna and drive me crazy is one that i think i've seen once oh
0: my god i watched drive me you guys we're gonna at some point whether it's me and sarah or me and mel do drive me crazy either for patreon or for for regular um because it it did get a big response when we put up a poll in the cult for which one to do um but i saw drive me crazy probably a hundred times as a youth
1: they their bedroom windows look at each other, right? Yes. This is my uh-huh. this is basically where my memory starts and stops of that movie.
0: It is a train wreck. Like I tried to watch it as an adult and it is mesmerizingly bad. Okay. And I think the reason is my parents had HBO when I was little. And I think there were just pockets of time. Like, if I was on spring break or I was on summer break or whatever, and you know how like HBO just shows the same movie over, over, and, over and over again? Over. Mm-hmm. If there was a pocket of time when I was home and that was the HBO movie those two weeks or whatever. That movie became my favorite movie because I watched it over and over and it's over. Like and it I think drive me crazy. like a
1: baby duckling. Yes. On I Greiner. think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs>
0: and it's like floppy, curly hair. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Well, now I definitely want to watch it as an adult since I didn't see it over and over just to see if the adult experience is better or worse than the, you know, youth who loved it.
0: And it's not, it's not not because I now find Melissa Joan Hart completely repulsive as a person. So like going back and watching her as like a romantic heroine, I was like, oh, God, who could love her? Which sounds really harsh, but I meant it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know where she's best? She's best in Can't Hardly Wait. I feel like she's playing herself as that yearbook. Yes. Yeah. my yearbook. That- I forgot
0: she was in Can't Hardly oh, Wait. I, I, God,
1: I, I love Can't Hardly Wait. forgot about that movie.
0: I had a like powder blue tank top, like um, what's her name? Melissa Joan Hart. I don't remember her name, in the, or not Melissa Joan Hart. Jennifer Love Hewitt in the in the movie, and I was like, I'm gonna get a tank top just like that, and I'm gonna look just like that in that tank top. Did and you? I Sarah, bet you did. I did not look like that.
1: in that tank Did you blue try to do top. the hair and the pout? Did you enter rooms and just strike a pose?
0: Oh, I don't think I ever even wore it without a t-shirt over it.
1: I think that was my. <laughs> downfall
0: oh man okay but we're here to talk about never been kissed because that was the movie that won the poll in the cult
1: bless you all because I've got <laughs> things to say <laughs> I do too
0: gosh I haven't watched it in so long and yet I felt like watching it I hadn't watched it in a really long time and I was like oh that happens but also I had a good amount of it memorized
1: isn't that very strange I have internalized the way Drew Barrymore toward the end says no 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 <laughs> i say that in my life that's where it came from
0: yeah there were a few lines where i was like oh that's where i get oh, that no. and now i can't i can't like uh conjure them up but there were a couple lines i was like oh i say that that's no good yes yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's not no that's not good
0: <laughs> okay so, we should say you're a journalism professor. Okay,
1: so here's the thing. <laughs> I was a newspaper reporter in Illinois, and now I teach journalism. Like, I'm a journalism professor, uh, I'm an educator. And so, I just, for the record, this is not how journalism works. This is not how teaching works. This is not how newspaper copy editing works. It, this is not did how it works.
0: Did you work for the extremely cutthroat Chicago Sun Times?
1: <laughs> oh what is this What is this culture where newsrooms had enough money to send you undercover with surveillance equipment that should not have existed in 1999, and everybody just doesn't do their jobs and gathers around to watch, and the newsroom looks like it's providing popcorn? None of that happens now. <laughs> and there's has only like
0: 15 people that work for the entire newspaper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the highlight for me is seeing the Sun-Times building. They're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's actually Trump Tower now.
0: Oh, that's neat. Well... But but it, it would feel better, I'm super super sure super 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 cool. the interior of the Chicago Sun-Times building does not look like
1: that. Newsroom sets in TV and movies are really, really hard to get right. And it, it's it costs a lot to dress a set to make it look like a newsroom because mm-hmm. they're uh, places for hoard- sloppy coffee-stained quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it takes a lot to make it look authentic. I'm 90% sure that was actually the Sun-Times. I think they actually got to film in there.
0: I really? I think.
1: I think. I've been in the That's a really nice it, it, building. If, if it wasn't it, then they were able to replicate it really, really well. But it did like, huh. you know, the, the desks and things. Not Drew Barrymore's private office, that is bananas. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why I was like, whoa, that's a fancy job then. <laughs> well, <it happened. laughs> I feel the same way about um, uh, police stations. Like, I feel like anytime you watch one of the like Law and Order or like especially ones that are like a little bit even less realistic, like bones or something like that. And it's Wait, like this. What are you is- saying about bones? Everything, everything, Sarah. I can't let's talk for hours after this. But like something like that where it's like, this is the FBI or like this is the NYPD or something. It's like no. Anyway, let's do it chronologically. All right. We open up. It. We're at the stadium. We get a voiceover from Drew Barrymore where she says, it wasn't supposed to turn out like this. I was just trying to do my job. <laughs> Whew. Um and now, somehow she's at this stadium just waiting to be kissed by Michael Vartan.
1: I mean, I super love an N media res where mm-hmm. we don't know how she got there. Why is she on that pitcher's mound? Why I don't know how
0: is it how is how, it happening?
1: how what how are we gonna get to this point
0: it it helps to know. It helps to have that opening shot, though, because then throughout the movie, when you are so confused and repulsed by her hair, you know that eventually <laughs> it's going to get better.
1: She has a lot of Karen hair.
0: There's mm-hmm. a lot of, mm-hmm. she
1: goes through a lot of Karen styles before she.
0: But, like, it. straight up in the air, like, it's oh, rough. Bad. It's really rough. Um, so we meet Anita, who's played by Molly Shannon, um, who barges into Drew Barrymore's office and says that she had sex with Roger and op-ed. We learn that Drew Barrymore corrects everyone's grammar ad nauseum yeah, all the kinda, time. I mean,
1: she's kind about it, but I no, no, Drew. It's almost okay. like
0: she's excited about it. She's yes. like, ooh, an error. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I gotta say, when... In the opening scene, when she's striding through the newsroom, queen of the world, uh, when that underling says, how would you spell theater? And she talks about standard American versus standard British. The Associated Press style book is the style book. It doesn't matter, American or British. (laughs) It's the AP style book. That's not – just look in the book. Like, you don't – that's not even a hard question. Also, it's ER. In newspaper style, it's ER. Anyway, continue. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here.
0: And so she's telling John C. Riley, her boss – whose name is Gus? Gus. Is that right? Gus. That she wants to be a journalist. She doesn't want to be a copy editor anymore. She wants to write her own stories. And he's like, you're not a journalist, Drew Barrymore. A journalist, he is aggressive. He is somebody who takes the bull by the balls and all kinds of stuff like that. You don't
1: want a reporter's life. A reporter's life is out of control.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A
1: reporter's life is going to city council meetings. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Period. 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 I mean, like... (laughs) some reporters sure but a lot of reporters no it's real calm
0: is it are those council meetings out of control sarah
1: um okay i've actually been to some
0: that were out of control out
1: of control but for the most part it's mumbling and it's oh Mm -hmm. my god who just said that i missed that which was it the old white guy or the other old white guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so then drew barrymore has lunch with her friends molly shannon and octavia Octavia spencer (laughs) (laughs) who knew Whose only line they had Octavia Spencer in this movie, and her only line is at lunch. And she goes, Damn, girl, that's
1: it. Also, was her lunch? Am I correct that it was three lean cuisines stacked on top <laughs> of each other? That? I'm 90% sure that was her lunch. Which, what do you mean by stacked on top like, of each it was other? A, it was a box of three, like, frozen meal type lunches like Uh three cardboard boxes identical on top of one another it was very strange (laughs) but you know do you octavia spencer whatever yeah
0: whatever i was very surprised to find out in this scene that drew barrymore has been kissed
1: so so this this movie title Uh uh-huh I've watched this movie like five or six
0: times probably before this time. And I always thought that Josie Geller had never been
1: kissed. <laughs> no, she had been. It just, it didn't make her laugh and cry at the same time. And it just makes her that. feel a little gassy and then a little <laughs> nauseous. And so it doesn't count. So it should have been never been kissed in a way that counts.
0: This rocked my world. Like. <laughs> I, it's the only time I've ever watched this movie for detail. Like, I'm sure when she sat down with her friends, I got up and I was like, "Time to make coffee," because nothing happens in this Octavia scene. Spencer and Spencer this- does
1: not have enough to say in the scene. So, I'm no.
0: Gonna- for the rest of the movie, all she does is like have reaction shots. She never has another substantial oh, line. No.
1: To be fair, Octavia Spencer gives a good reaction shot.
0: She does give a good reaction <laughs> shot, but it's I cannot believe that ugh, they
1: underutilized her in that way. True.
0: But yeah, she says, I have been kissed. I've she goes, I've kissed guys before. And I was like, what? But she's never had the, the leg popping princess diaries sort of kiss.
1: I kind of wanted her to do the Steve Carell and the 40-year-old Virgin Virgin where she's obviously lying. Yeah, I've been yes. kissed when he does that thing where he unhinges his jaw and he just <laughs> sucks your whole <laughs> mouth in and he like, that yeah. would have been amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: man i it upset me um so then we see her in her apartment embroidering a pillow and then showing her turtle the pillow and then putting the pillow on her bed how much do you have to say about this because i have about an hour on it
1: okay i do and do you know what the most upsetting part is and i'm wondering if we have the same upsetting part i try me she, she is hanging out at home in a harlequin print turtleneck sweater dress Yes. She's just hanging out at home in a sweater dress?
0: Yeah, and I think that they... That is not the most upsetting, but I do have notes on it. Um, I think that they're like, oh, she's in her pajamas, or she's hanging out in casual wear, and it is not. I would never hang out in a sweater dress.
1: No, that's too fancy for work for me. No.
0: The whole fashion, like the whole costume design of this movie is crazy.
1: Okay, so I was aware of the youth in 99 (laughs) (laughs) like I remember fashion in 99 Uh that was not it yeah ever and also and I'm gonna say this a couple more times Michael Vartan is wearing so much cloth he is swaddled in so much cloth
0: I like a Michael Vartan in a lot of cloth I can't I can't lie to you
1: very baggy baggy trousers that's the (laughs) only word for it (laughs) This fashion is out of control.
0: Maybe that's what was in, because I don't know if you listened to our Killing Me Softly episode, but we there was a Joseph Fiennes in a very baggy pant that we couldn't get over. And we're like, was this a thing in 2001? Like the baggiest pants
1: possible? I truly think, I mean, look at, it's not just like the early aughts. You look at um the West Wing. Everybody is very baggy in the West Wing. Yeah it's just fox molder i this is a thing that you and i can talk okay give us but, a, okay give us a but i thought fox molder
0: was just you know he's not the fashion forward fbi agent like he's in the basement everybody How calls him spooky you. like he cannot dress himself like that's what i took from fox Mulder's wardrobe
1: what fox molder wears is fashion i get it
0: fashion. i sarah i'm not <laughs> against you but that's that's how I took that it was like oh he's kind of sloppy and doesn't really know how to no, dress. it's, that's just it's endearing how
1: dudes wore suits they just wore oh, man they just wore enough that you could cut it down to a second suit in an emergency. <laughs> they just had that much fabric. and
0: now men are wearing suits that are like like cropped at the ankle and like skin tight where you can like see <laughs> no the lines socks. of their underwear no socks. God oh. where have we come to? Just go back, just go get a medium, a medium in between. I feel
1: like, like 2011, you had the slim suit, but it went all the way down. It met the top of your dress shoe. Mm-hmm. It the, the jacket fit nicely, but it didn't show you how many coins you had in your pocket. Like it was. Yeah, exactly. That was a good time. That was
0: a good yeah. time. And this has been fashion with Aaron and Sarah, which what we are we the talk? foremost, <laughs> the
1: foremost experts. Listen, I had a little too much uh, tequila the other night and ordered a couple more pairs of leggings. That's where I am. What
0: are you doing? <laughs> I went online to sweatsuit shop because I feel like I don't have enough sweatpants for my lifestyle now.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh. I only
0: have like three pairs of sweatpants, but I, I need to wear sweatpants every day now.
1: I am spilling things on my sweatpants daily. So yeah, I, need... I
0: can't keep up with the laundry mm-hmm. to get me in sweatpants. Yeah. And I'm not wearing anything else. So, so congratulations to happen
1: sweatpants vendors
0: yeah good job. The thing that was most upsetting to me about this scene well, okay, there are several there are several things. Have you ever do you, I don't know a lot about embroidery. I've only ever done it one time, but I remember other people doing embroidery in my youth. You don't finish embroidering the pillow while it's stuffed with pillow. Correct. There's like a cover. She's embroidering a pillow with the pillow in it.
1: I don't think the physics of that works Mm -mm. because how do you get the the how do you get the needle back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh and the worst part of this is that poor turtle who lives on the floor have you ever seen a turtle aquarium on the floor like even rocky didn't keep his turtles on the floor
1: (laughs) you should elevate that
0: and there's Literally nothing in that poor turtle aquarium. There's no water rocks. for the... It's just rocks. <laughs> Give the thing a fucking leaf. Like, the poor thing. He doesn't want to see your embroidery. He wants to climb on a little log or something. He
1: wants to live. He wants to live. I'm also a little concerned about how that turtle did as she started getting deeper into her high school life. Did yeah. she Did she neglect that turtle? Did she...
0: She's she already it. neglecting that turtle, like how Sarah. Much worse so yes, does it
1: get once she gets popular and is in matching cardigans.
0: Here's with- what we know: is the turtle never comes back.
1: I mean, so. and I feel like that speaks for itself.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. R.I.P. Turtle. All right, guys, you didn't know that a turtle was killed in the in, in the plot of Never Been Kissed <laughs> until you listen more. to this murderer murder of turtle. Um okay so now we're back at the Chicago Sun Times. We're in a meeting. We're with the owner of the Chicago Sun Times who is ruthless who because okay so this is his thought process. His child has eaten a peanut and then has a peanut allergy mm-hmm. and then he had to take his child to the hospital and he didn't know that his child had a peanut allergy. That's and like that bad parenting. And that made him think I don't even know my own kids. I don't know anything about the kids today. We need to send a reporter undercover to find about found, find out about kids today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Let me tell okay. you
1: some things that are uh, accurate to newsrooms and inaccurate to newsrooms. Yes. Accurate to newsrooms. Random arbitrary capricious terrifying editors. Accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Assignments based on things the editor saw in his or her backyard. On the drive to work, out the window of their office. Yes, yes. accurate. That kind of really it happens a lot. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know how many stories I did? <laughs> the tree in my backyard is turning lovely colors this fall. Could you do a story about what makes the colors nice this time of year? And my question was, can I just give you the one I did last year with a uh-huh. new date on it? Would that be okay? And and no, that's they don't notice (laughs) yourself is not considered great. So, you know, update the quotes. Uh, but the tree science doesn't change, so what is not accurate is the weird commitment to participant journalism. Yeah. That is very ahead of its time. I don't think we were doing that as a rule. And that newsroom seems to do a lot of it because you had the hair plug guy. Yeah. And then you've got the undercover high school gal. I said gal. I'm so sorry.
0: The Chicago Sun-, Sun Times in 1999 is basically BuzzFeed in 2020.
1: It's just setting money on fire. Like take like a pile
0: you, of money. Like you, you wear crop tops for a week and tell us what Wait it's about like. It. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then he like Gary Marshall, who plays the the owner. The owner of the who is he? What is he? The we're gonna go head the editor.
1: The editor. editor yeah. I'm, like managing editor. He
0: fires like two people in this meeting. And then it just points at Drew Barrymore as like, you, you go undercover to the to the high school and she's not even a reporter?
1: Why, why is the copy editor even in the meeting, first of all? Fair
0: enough. Uh, wh-
1: wh- how does he dole out assignments? Does he have somebody in HR who comes along afterward and is like, you're not really fired. Put your stuff back in your desk. It's fine. You're <laughs> not going to the high school. We've got reporters for that. Just go back to your copy desk. It's, I hope so. I mean, you kind of have to.
0: Um, okay, so now she's she's going undercover. Um, he gives her no direction whatsoever. There's no story. She just there, goes undercover to find a story.
1: Okay, it's like she's undercover looking for crimes and stories to break. That's not how you... It's... This is not how journalism works.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't just go look for crimes?
1: You do not invest that time and money to go undercover uh-huh. to just look for crimes in a suburban chicago high school
0: i i i, feel like I the crimes I, are
1: gonna be adderall stuff yeah and and like paper mills that's what you're gonna crack wide open
0: do you think that what do you think about the plan to create a crime by seducing a teacher oh my god
1: <laughs> do you know how many times i said out loud call the police when i watched yes. this movie this morning uh-huh. so many.
0: but it was mostly on david arquette <laughs> but we'll get there
1: I'm okay. Sometimes on Drew Barrymore. I
0: mean, <laughs> sometimes every there are at least four characters in this movie that needed to be arrested. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. So then she goes to borrow her brother's junker car mm-hmm. because she needs a junky car to be able to fit in at high school. She has a Buick Lesabre, but apparently that's not believable enough uh,
1: which is weird because i feel like if you're a high schooler you drive what you drive right this is right what my
0: whatever you drive it's your parents car yeah Th- like of the things that she does that are like clearly revealing her as an adult in this high school like the car would not have even been a blip the on the radar <laughs> like hanging on the gym teacher and yelling you guys still do that okay. you guys still tell these lies <laughs> that's
1: my single favorite moment of the movie <laughs> like,
0: <continue. laughs> Or, like, blurting out to a student, I went to Northwestern. These are higher crimes in the car.
1: The the buttoned-up-to-her-neck shoulder pad blouses that she wears to class, I feel like
0: the fashion is next level. (laughs) But she, okay, so she's talking to David Arquette, who plays her brother Rob, about she needs to use his car. He works at a place called the Tiki Post, which is a UPS store theme. It's like a a packing materials luau themed store. We learn that he was a baseball player in high school, but mono killed his career and he never went to college because he never got picked up for a baseball team.
1: He let one case of mono stop him.
0: Yeah. But then she tells, so he's like making fun of her. Like you're not so great either. And she's like, um, you are looking at the newest investigative undercover reporter for the Chicago sun times. And that's why I need your car. And it's like, what did you tell him the first time? Like, when you you were just like, <laughs> I want to switch cars with you. He didn't say, why? It's so weird.
1: <laughs> so weird. And then he says the truest thing in the movie, which is, oh, no, don't do this. Do not no, do this.
0: That's a bad idea. And then we find out that it was Rob. So she had this nickname, Josie Grossi, as you all know, who are listening to this. It was Rob, you guys, that made up Josie Grossi. This was a revelation for me in this movie.
1: That feels like it should have strained their relationship beyond uh-huh. what we saw on Josie Grossy ruined her life her life okay let's talk about the psychological like she went through things do you know yes. why she's never actually been kissed because of the bullying and the trauma
0: yes like the- high school students are mean but they're not mean like this oh my
1: god i like i it, this is the kind of thing that i watch and i'm like do i just forget what high school was like or is this over the top of
0: this. it's way more passive aggressive than this it's, it's it's psychological warfare it's not literally throwing an egg at your face like, like that's psychopath stuff th-
1: that is that is actually okay i'm not an attorney i feel like mm-hmm. that's assault of some sort that's assault. it
0: is it is what it is is assault so there you go okay there you go <laughs> assault
1: is <what> it is. <laughs> Hey, here's um, something that isn't assault did you know yeah that the place where they filmed the tiki post is now Coldstone Creamery in Monrovia, I California. Not.
0: I would like to go to there.
1: Yeah, Mostly wonder, just because
0: it is a cold stone
1: creamery. Not, not for the movie's sake. I just <laughs> really want Coldstone right
0: now. Yeah. I would like Coldstone right now. Um, we do a flashback to a prank that they played on her in high school where they put toilet paper in her backpack to like um, to, like, trail behind her and then poured a Sprite in her backpack to make it look like she was peeing herself?
1: That was really elaborate. Yes!
0: Didn't that's the thing. I don't... Like,
1: AP test to study for? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the,
0: the meanness in high school was more akin to, like, mean girls. Like, making a burn book and, like, saying mean things about people and, like, spreading rumors and stuff. Like, I don't remember elaborate pranks especially on a kid that's like this nerdy like that's oh, this like yeah. that's not in your group like i i feel like intergroup pranks were this mean but not like just picking on some like nerdy kid like yeah. that's rough um when oh, she goes and asks out the hottest guy in school billy and then he sees that she's peeing herself and then he laughs in her yeah. face and points it's really bad
1: it's a lot yes this. I yes. do like the shot where <laughs> she looks into the mirror at the tiki post and uh-huh. sees her high school self looking back. I do like that. Like, yeah, this is a bad. That was. Look, we, we are we're saying some things about this movie. It has. moments. Yeah.
0: yeah. Has moments. Uh, what a what a beautiful moment. You're right. sir. <laughs> <Just> really. <laughs> that one got me.
1: <laughs> and then we do the thing in, in high school movies where the lead character arrives and gets a parking spot directly in front of the high school because that happens. Oh, god, I didn't world.
0: even notice that oh, yeah you're right Right in front
1: of the entrance obviously. Yeah.
0: god parking in high school is the worst so
1: we in my high school yes assigned that we had uh, assigned parking all all the seniors got assigned parking and then everybody else had to fight for it in the back lot but mm-hmm. the uh student body president got the first spot and the vice president got the second spot etc my high school boyfriend was the student body president and so he worked oh. in the first spot and so I got to I had you know he would pick me up and we had good Oh my god and then he was running late one day and somebody new to the school parked there and didn't know it and he had to walk and he was just so mad god it was high school politics
0: okay um (laughs) let's see we're at the first day of school let's talk fashion
1: okay i'm also gonna talk all right you do fashion first then i'm gonna talk about that uh security guard entrance stuff so let's do fashion first (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: so she's an undercover reporter. She starts the the movie with long brown hair. Mm-hmm. She decides that to cut her hair to be more like the youth, she will get like a like a bob, like a John and Kate plus eight style bob. The, and then dye it blonde.
1: Curls.
0: And then curl it. And then in the front, just go straight up with that. Like a straight up and back bang. And then also a straight forward bang. So it's like, it's like split between up and forward, like an 80s bang. And then just hairspray the shit out of it.
1: So it just, it forms a very stiff halo of unmoving curls.
0: An ariel, as I recently (laughs) learned.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and then she does, she tops all that, well, she bottoms all that off with an entirely white slime. outfit. Yeah, sorry, she did top Entirely, entirely white,
0: <laughs> and so much feathers. So she's got, I think, a feather boa and the the like uh, uh, jacket, like the a sheer jacket
1: lining. On the, yeah, like it's yes, hot. and then the white pants. I just, I just admire anybody who wears a white pant. Yeah, I would never. I could never. I could never. But.
0: But I don't know who told her this was okay. Like, what?
1: I think it was, um, what's her name from the newsroom?
0: You think it was Molly Shannon?
1: Yeah, I think it was Molly. Because she said, I'm going to kill blah, blah, blah for dressing me. Like, she mutters that at some point. Oh, and I assuming, didn't notice that. And I'm assuming, who else that. would it be, like, looking at the It wasn't Rob. It wasn't mm-hmm. Gus. It's gotta no. be Molly Shannon, right?
0: But you look at the students, and you look at her, and it's so clear it's- that she is 35 years old.
1: And here... And here's the thing. Her character has been presented as meticulous, organized, mm-hmm. a researcher. Yes. She would be poring over what are the kids wearing. She'd be going to the mall. She'd be yes. making notes. She'd be following some kid while she was shopping and being like, what are you buying there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So she would dress right. That, mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying, Drew Barrymore wouldn't do that.
0: She gets there. She can't walk. She can't talk. <laughs> like, there's, she has no – she's late to her first class. Like, it's incredible how bad at this she is.
1: Okay, let me talk about the yes. timing of that entrance scene. This movie came out April 9th,
0: 1999.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Columbine happened mm-hmm. April 20th, 1999,
0: right? Yeah. So, I don't know the year. I know it happened April 20th.
1: I'm not sure it was 1999 because I was overseas. Whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was in Europe and everybody in Europe was like, what is wrong with your country? And looking back now, I'm like, oh, just wait. Yep. Um. Yeah, awkward. Um. So what I'm saying is I think that was supposed to be a joke. I think when that came out in early April 1999, people were supposed to be like, oh, schools today are so crazy. Look at that security stuff in place. And Oh, then, you think? I, I really think so. It now, didn't I wasn't even... in high school in 99, But that felt to me like super over the top. And so we were supposed to be like, oh, my God, kids today, right? No, was that not? And then Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, no, that's actually, you
0: know. I was also not in high school in 1999, but I was younger than high school in 1999. So I probably thought when watching this for the first time, oh, that's how high school is because I was in junior high. And then probably by the time I rewatched it it was post columbine so i was like yeah that is how high school is
1: i just i was just i was looking at the timing and thinking that's a really strange like artifact yeah. of time where we didn't have i don't think quite as much security in high schools probably Mm-mm. in bigger schools like this is this is we both come from the small you know small town yeah. high school background so uh listeners out there who from a different background might be like, oh, no, it's been like that (laughs) for a long time. But I just, I wonder if that was supposed to be crazy over the top, and then you had these external factors that came along and kind of changed Uh the tenor, and now we look at it, and it's like, yeah, no, that seems right. Um, Maybe we should not dwell on this? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's a, Um, depressing... Hey,
0: yeah, but I do want to know, we have a lot of Napervillians and Downersgrovians and uh, Oak Park River Forestians out there, and so, like, they would know this is supposed to be a suburban Chicago school, so... Let us know.
1: Is that um, also? I also feel like there should not be a barrel full of nail files because if you get your nail file taken away once, you learn never you do don't it again. It back, yeah. But it the- is
0: the first day of school, though, so those might be freshman nail okay, files.
1: Okay, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> freshman nail files. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so she runs into her first class late. The cool girl says five chickens had to die so she could look that stupid, which I I thought was a (laughs) a really good burn. Um, She has to wear the sombrero of lateness, which is really rough. And then she can't get a backstory together because she looks at the hottest guy in school and then says out loud, Billy,
1: because that's what the hottest guy in school when she was in high school is named. Uh And then she just loses her shit. Okay, so if Billy is the one who, you know, pelted her with eggs and tormented her, I get Mm -hmm. kind of why she'd have a visceral reaction, but her reaction isn't, oh my god, my high school tormentor, it's Dreamboat, which is a very strange reaction.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of notes about that.
1: Yeah, also, do you you know that the the actor who plays Guy is actually older than Drew Barrymore?
0: Oh, that's really funny.
1: Two years older than Drew Barrymore.
0: Why, the actor that plays Guy slash Billy, um... Is not that hot?
1: Okay, were there were there no other working male actors?
0: I don't know because it's crazy. Right next to him the whole time is his like BFF James James Franco Franco. (laughs) in his first movie who has no lines. He just like sits next to him and like does finger guns at Billy and is like Rufus. Am I right? Like no actual lines in the movie.
1: You had James Franco and Octavia Spencer
0: right there. Right there. And I'm not a big fan of James Franco, but he's hotter than this guy. And he was less problematic back then. So I (laughs) hope, I hope, I think, I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, it was his first role. Who knows? That (laughs) is that actor, Jeremy Jordan, his like last thing that he did. That is his last IMDb like 2010. Oh, poor guy. I know. know. That's why I feel a little bad being like, really? That was the guy? But also he kept wearing a deep V with a lot of grommets. What is this fashion? <laughs> I don't remember grommets being a thing ever.
0: No, I don't. Well, kind of, but not in that way, like on belts and like yeah. necklaces and stuff. Um also, she's she's undercover. She's using her real name.
1: And she didn't have a backstory ready to go again. She
0: did. She did. did As she, she was g- going in, she had these index cards oh, and she's like my name is Josie that? Geller. I grew up in um uh, uh like it was uh, god it was something in pennsylvania i transferred here because my dad's job like she's going through the stuff before she walks into the spanish class and, and then, then she's like i'm really guy billy billy bali i grew up in bali it's a, billy bali is a suburb of bali proper an island nation and i am a sheep farmer
1: <laughs> and she's got the sombrero on the whole time which actually i gotta say that is how you teach. I could totally That's see a, a great like, idea. like, you're late, wear the sombrero, never happens again. I kind of love that.
0: My, um, back to marching band. Um, I, my,
1: I was in marching band too. So, hey-o. like, sister.
0: Sister. Um She, my marching band instructor, who was terrible, had this policy that if you were late, um, oh, I'll tell you after. She was really bad. If you were late, you had to run laps around the track. Uh, for every minute late you were, and we're wearing street clothes, we're we're not yeah. changing for marching band. And then, but if you just skipped and didn't like give an excuse or anything, there was no punishment. Oh, well. So if you I'm were doing. even, yeah, if you were even one minute late to marching band, you were like, "Fuck it, I'm not. I'm just not going." Which was really like a bad policy for the band. Have
1: questions about your marching band? Was it good? Were you guys hardcore? Good?
0: I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we were fine for central Illinois, but every time we went to like a statewide competition, it was hilariously bad.
1: Was IVC like, Was IVC really good when you were doing it because IVC yes, was like a uh-huh. marching band to be. They were the one. Yeah. It. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I all went right. To high okay. School, like 30 miles apart. So this is, this is...
0: <laughs> Anyway. Oh man, oh, my okay. high school
1: marching band teacher got out of the teaching business uh 2 years after I graduated, 3 years cuz He just, the kids were not, maybe we were that mean. Maybe kids really were that mean back then.
0: Yeah, we were mean. We were that mean to teachers. I think we punched up. (laughs) That's true. I'm which serious. Is
1: what which is what we're supposed to do. I mean, which like, is what you're what supposed to do. Yeah. Us.
0: But then after after being like an adult, now I realize that wasn't punching up; that was punching <laughs> down. But no, when no, you're don't. a kid, you think that you're like really sticking it to the power. And now that's I'm like all those poor people. Year
1: old who's just like I have student loans. Please yeah. Please. To me, please just
0: stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, can okay. we Then now shift to uh, Michael Vartan.
0: Oh God. Hey guys. I'm Sam. The school has a problem with you guys calling me Sam, but that is my name and I'm a cool guy. Hey
1: guys, do you wanna Oof. do you wanna try this wine this wine cooler that I have? Like, <laughs> school has a problem with that, but if you want to hang out after and like
0: But at the same time I do, Michael Vartan, I do want to
1: try your wine cooler. I, no, I <laughs> it's want so to make sure he stands in front of a class of high schoolers and says out loud to a new student, Are you sure you're 17? Are
0: you sure you're 17?
1: Call the fucking police. What are you doing?
0: But also, yet, don't call the cops. I'm liking it. I'm so confused. I'm
1: so confused, Sarah. So dreamy. What's wrong? Okay, do we need to get the alias of it all out of the way? Do we need to? Because I have certain alias feelings about
2: Michael Vartan.
1: <laughs> did you know that he did this before alias? Really? Yes.
0: So I looked okay, up I the timeline. Right,
1: timing-wise.
0: Because I was like, God, what is Michael Vartan doing these days? Because Michael Vartan Hot,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh, hot dreamboat
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. guy. He's not a great actor.
1: No, I mean he has one <laughs> one speed, and that speed is kind of like befuddled hot. <laughs> yeah, it's one speed, and it's it's wooden. And <laughs> wooden, but you know, I'd still pet his face
0: Yeah, it's standing there, and that's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Stand there all day, Michael Vartan. <laughs> so I wanted to know if fabric. you got. yeah a lot of fabric i want to know i wanted to know if he got any jobs after this and it turns out he got alias right after this and this was really his first big thing
1: he was then he went on to do oh god one hour photo yes Where robin williams played like the killer Mm -hmm. and then kind of nothing
0: and then kind of nothing Yeah. yeah He's had a lot of like one episode parts on a lot of things. I saw, well, but, yeah, kind was, of nothing. Uh,
1: Richard Burke's son who woos Monica Geller on Friends. I feel like that is there's Alias, there's this and there's that, and that's kind yeah. of yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's did you
0: need to get out of the way? Any Alias thoughts or feelings besides that he's dreamy?
1: Um, his first kiss with Sydney remains like a top five TV kiss for me.
0: It's an incredible kiss. And it there's like incredible. explosions and like In people getting and shot all around and they're just like making out. And the camera's doing that thing where it goes around. It has them. been a
1: season and a half of build up and we just want it to happen so badly. And it finally does. And it was worth mm-hmm. the wait. And then everything after that is downhill.
0: Yeah. But I was not um I was not I was a will person, not a Vaughn person. So there while that kiss was very satisfying and um Nice. I was I realized that that really sealed it for Will. There was no more hope for him. He was going to go to witness protection and never quite come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I was a Vaughn person. And then like I said, the show kind of uh, careened off the rails pretty quickly after that. And so that kind of takes the shine off the whole ship. But at Mm -hmm. that point, that was... That was a big deal so this i i bring those feelings with me into this episode. yes
0: i do too and that's why it's so conflicting to me where it's yes. like objectively he is a creepy person and needs to be arrested
1: objectively he is also very stupid like he should be better at that maybe that's maybe that's supposed to be it like he can't help himself and so he's not good at being sneaky but he's a bad pedophile god <laughs> damn it. this has gotten <laughs> this is taking a turn
0: yeah, you don't say it in front of the whole you don't class.
1: You, you do not stand on a stage at prom and stare nonstop at the prom queen with
0: and your, heart in your with eyes. Her. And then
1: dance with her. Ask her to dance. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there okay. yet.
0: Okay. So she goes and she tries to sit with the cool girls. She's like, hey ladies, what's <laughs> going on? And then she spills chocolate milk all over her white jeans.
1: What did I tell you about white pants, Drew?
0: And she says,
1: What are you guys' like hopes
0: and dreams? And like <laughs> What are your interests? Do you have any hobbies? Um, and then the hot guy comes over and she just can't stop talking and she can't stop rhyming, which is really rough.
1: It's so bad. It's so hard. To yeah. Catch. But I, intentionally. Like, and
0: huh. this is the first time watching this time through as an adult where I realize she's into this 17-year-old boy.
1: Uh-huh.
0: She's actually flustered and befuddled. Uh-huh. By this seventeen-year-old boy because he looks like her high school tormentor.
1: It's so bananas. Um, I'm sorry. What is the name of the bully romance with the French doors? The French doors. It's
0: called Bully. Okay, bully. <laughs>
1: Maybe yeah. I was. My brain was telling me it cannot be that simple.
0: It's like, no. It is.
1: It's like this is like the '90s movie version of yeah. that, but a different yeah. generation. But but the bully it's jailbait it's yes
0: so bad.
1: <laughs> and uh-huh. not that mm. how do i say this without getting police called on me the actor they cast is not a particularly compelling no in the face
0: i wish they would have cast a hotter 17 year old to
1: at least to make it like oh god that guy is 17 like that that, that, that's okay. Yeah, that's oh, not, he guys, not okay. or he looks
0: older or something because this guy looked while he is twenty whatever. whatever. He's like a older than Drew bird. Barrymore. It's, he does look very young, yeah. and I just don't feel. Sarah, did you listen to our Newsies episode? I, like, don't I, feel bad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so then she has to go sit with the nerds who are Lily Sobieski named Aldous because of a Harlequin romance novel. I,
1: do we know if there is a Harlequin with the name Aldous?
0: I should have Googled it I and I didn't. Did um, but yeah, she like has lunch with her. She's very nice, has lunch with her. Did you know? I learned by looking at the IMDB uh, trivia that Lily Sobieski was offered the Jessica Alba role, like the the coolest Queen B role, and she said she didn't want to do it and she wanted to do Aldous instead. Well,
1: she was smart because I could not tell you those three beautiful girls had no defining no lines no characteristics no no anything yeah Yeah, that was a good call also i don't see lily sobieski as the the queen bee type no but i thought that was really
0: interesting
1: yeah yeah
0: and that's maybe this was one of her first roles, so that's maybe why you don't see her as the queen bee type. She could have had maybe a whole different career. Who uh, knows?
1: Imagine she could have had yeah. Jessica Alba's
0: career. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so she has lunch with this girl, Aldis, and um, they really hit it off. And she exclaims that she went to Northwestern, uh, which is where <laughs> Aldis wants to go. It's rough. Um,
1: she then, joins but, and the when math she club. Asks Aldis what are your hopes and dreams she's like i want to be a poet and a painter and a sculptor and i want to go to the moon like Uh that is the that is her in high school obviously
0: Uh uh-huh it's it's very heartfelt that's also a really nice moment when she talks about all her hopes and dreams um her boss calls and she hates or he hates the expose she was going to do on cafeteria food which which, fair fair yeah that's that's a bad story
2: hey hb's if you haven't yet picked up your copy of The Honey Don't List by Christina Lauren, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. It's already out. It's a delightful love story about what happens when two assistants tasked with keeping a rocky relationship from exploding start to feel sparks of their own. Here's the description. Carrie Douglas has worked for home remodeling and design gurus Melissa and Rusty Tripp for nearly a decade. A country girl at heart Carrie started in their first store at 16 and has helped them build an empire. With a new show and a book about to launch, the TRIPS are on the verge of superstardom. There's only one problem. They can't stand each other. James McCann, MIT graduate and engineering genius, was originally hired as a structural engineer. But the job isn't all he thought it'd be. The last straw? Both he and Carrie must go on a book tour with the TRIPS to keep the wheels from falling off the proverbial bus. Unfortunately, neither of them is in any position to quit. While road tripping with the trips up the West Coast, Carrie and James vow to work together to keep their bosses' secrets hidden and their own jobs secure. But if they stop playing along and start playing for keeps, they may have the chance to build something beautiful together. Publishers Weekly says... Lauren delivers a breezy, tongue-in-cheek rom-com as insightful as it is irreverent. Readers will laugh out loud. And a Kirkus-starred review wrote, A toxic workplace nurtures an intoxicating romance, supplying readers with all the drama and wit of the enemies-to-lovers trope. When a book has such great comic timing, it's easy to finish the story in one sitting. I'll include links in the show notes because, let's face it, we need all the rom-com goodness we can get right, and this is a must-buy. Oh, God. <laughs> I was reading my note, and I was like, what
0: is this? Okay, so she joins the math club, uh-huh. the denominators, and then we get kind of a montage of her hanging out with the nerds and how fun it is and how much they're and bonding. I they
1: just all wear matching sweatshirts all the time, which, I honestly, love it. I was a nice girl in high school, but I feel like I would have possibly had made fun of those
0: sweatshirts oh maybe, yeah, oh, yeah. It, i would know. have had a lot to say about the <laughs> denominator you. sweatshirts i probably would have had a lot to say about aldis's headbands as well and i'm not proud of it i'm I not know, proud i love
1: what it reveals about me but yeah
0: it is what it is there is a moment where they go to like the fair like a career fair like a what, what is it where it's like all the activities have a booth like sort of thing fair. like a table yeah activities fair there you go um And (laughs) there is a table that has the denominators and then there are two guys crouched down at the thing that says the denominators with calculators and there's pi across the banner and they're doing their calculators and then they're pointing at the numbers in pi and then giving each other a thumbs up. And then like finger guns and then like being like, yeah, pie. It's hilarious. If you go back and find that moment, those two extras are like really doing a lot of work.
2: Were
1: the directions to be real excited about math? Yeah, be excited about numbers.
0: Yeah. And then like type on your calculator and then point to pie and be like, that is pie. It does match. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay. All right. Okay. It's English class again. Her hair is again so Inexplicable. crazy. Inexplicable. I, to like, we've talked about how it's so easy to fall in love with this teacher who then does his little like pee hockey demo where he like takes out his hockey stick and like.
1: It worked for me. Not gonna it,
0: lie. I know, and it's stupid, and I think. <laughs> It's again. It's objectively stupid, and I, I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Pee wee hockey, Sam. huh? Mm, so Sam. Cool. Um, the idea that of all the students he falls in love with this one is crazy to me.
1: Jessica she Oba is sitting right there.
0: She looks. Insane. Like, yeah, she's smart, <laughs> but she looks sticky. Like, she looks like such a mess.
1: She has the the most like white frosted lip gloss on. Oh god! All the they way, took like, it too far. It was too l- l- far. L- it extends far beyond the natural line of the lips, which is fine. That's the <laughs> look, but it's so it's so her like entire lower half of her face is just white gloss. It's very right. strange.
0: Yeah. They they took it too far with her look to where it's like no human man could could fall in love with this train. I wreck. don't
1: care how much you talk about masquerade and pastoral settings. No, no. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah. So she reads Rosalind's speech from As You Like It, and this is where it occurred to me as an adult: Is this movie supposed to be As You Like It?
1: Oh no! Oh no! Because you know there was is. that
0: whole. Is it? Because I don't know As You Like It. Because there was that whole run at this time. Where it's like 10 Things I Hate About You was Taming of the Shrew. And we had O. Oh, remember O? Oh? oh, my
1: God. No, and I didn't remember O oh until exactly right now. Why did we let Julia Stiles in all of our Shakespeare movies? <laughs> <laughs> and we,
0: we literally had Romeo and Juliet. You know, like there was this kind well, of weird Clueless, teen of Shakespeare is, yeah, run. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah and Clueless. Yeah. I feel is like this supposed ha- to be as you like it?
1: Uh, she doesn't. I don't know as you like it as well as I should either. Uh, But mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a masquerade and she does learn how to be herself. Mm hmm. Oh, God, maybe. it
0: is. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, oh. it was a thought I had pretty pro. That's as profound as it's going to get, uh, guys.
1: I would like to see your essays on this, please. A yes, please three submit of an space.
0: essay. <laughs> so then we get the flashback to the prom where she's reading a poem in front of the class to the guy she likes. It's really rough.
1: It's so hard to watch.
0: And then her friend comes and says that he's asking her to the prom because of the poem. It's it's crazy. It is. Then we is. get over the loudspeaker in the classroom. We're back to modern day. Somebody just comes over the loudspeaker and it's like East Glen East. Is that where they are East Glen East? Something like that. Our prom theme, which do proms have themes?
1: Oh uh, yeah, actually. Well, do, I mean, does your prom, did your prom have a okay, theme? I went to high school a thousand years ago, but we had like a, a yeah a song theme. We had God, God. We one year I went. It was <laughs> the "Rose" by Ben Midler. I'm not that old. I swear to God, it was what? Old. <laughs> I know, it was old when we chose it. Um, one year it was like "Lights." Some God, I don't remember what the song was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, huh. They they would pick a song, and it would be like the theme. The prom I have theme. But, one of those Beer Steins with the rose on it, someplace huh. in this house. From prom.
0: we definitely did not have that. We would have like a homecoming theme, like, and that would be the decorations. Mm-hmm. But we definitely never had a dance that was like costumed.
1: But it wasn't co- like you just did prom like normal. You just it was yeah. There was a song, and there was merchandise, basically.
0: Right, but their prom is costumed.
1: Yeah, and and also, this is jumping ahead, very clever costumes. Like, there is no way those high school kids would be that clever.
0: That tortoise and hare was just my very favorite.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so they go go over the, anyway, they go over the loudspeaker and they say the prom theme is going to be millennium. And I guess they compete with another school to see who has the best, but like, who determines that? What is that competition?
1: (laughs) It's very weird. None of it makes sense. None of it. Mm -mm.
0: Okay, so it's it's the Millennium. And then she's hanging out with Lily, and they drive to a place called The Court, which is basically like an empty parking lot where people drink and have bonfires. And then the coolest guy in school, Guy, leans into their car and says, you guys need to go to the dog park because you're dogs, and also use your calculators to calculate how long it will take for you to get cool.
1: It was really like going out of his way to be exceptionally mean
0: he's a sociopath like i just feel like <laughs> yes. what would happen what actually happens in high school is those two girls try to go there and nobody talks to them and everybody's just kind of like why are you here mm-hmm. and that's enough to scar you for life that's enough yeah. like you, oh, yeah. you don't need to have the most popular high school be like says
1: to somebody else i can't believe they're here loud enough that they can hear it on purpose you know, like, maybe that's as mean as it gets, but it's not sending the guy in the Deep V grommet shirt over to be like, excuse me, your dogs move along. That doesn't...
0: Yeah, it was rough. Um. So she tries to write an article about the court and how teens drink there. That doesn't go well. Then she goes and sees her brother, Rob, uh-huh. and shows him pictures of the high school girls, and he goes, damn, those are high school girls? Which is lock him up and then she convinces her to get some confidence and say she's not josie grossy anymore that's when we get her yelling i'm not josie grossy anymore josie which is anymore. iconic and then um he says she just needs one cool person to think she's cool and then she'll be in you know. and then he decides to go be that person so then the next day at school we have the most to me like the The white outfit is very iconic, but this big flower outfit is also very Uh iconic to me. Uh Because nothing in this movie looks good on Drew Barrymore. No. She has she has a fantastic figure. Everything should look great on Drew Barrymore. No clothes in this movie, to include the clothes at the end, look Uh good on her. And she's the producer of the movie.
1: Was she suffering for her art? Was she try- I mean, like, I do, I do think we see the evolution of the makeover that gets better as time goes on so she Mm -hmm. she's an improvement by the end but it's still not good
0: it's not good um yeah this like stretched out flower is really rough
1: (laughs) but that's what we were that that feels like 99 so So So. i would just want to know how rob got a whole vat of coleslaw (laughs) two how did they get two vats of coleslaw
0: you just asked the guy behind the thing (laughs) I need the coleslaw. So, but also we, we get the guy in the surveillance van is this day. So now we have a surveillance van and we have like a mini camera for her because she's struggling so badly. And then her boss is going to review the footage. Yes.
1: Fun fact. Guy in surveillance van is Cress Williams, who currently stars on the uh, CW show uh, Black Lightning as oh. Jefferson Pierce, who is the titular Black Lightning, the, uh, the uh, superhero show. Well,
0: Why that's good to know.
1: Other podcast is the DC TV Report. We cover all live action DC, so I talk about Cress Williams every week that that show is in season. And so when I saw his name in the credits, I was like, "What?" And uh-huh. then I realized you forget
0: about this character. There's
1: only one person of color in the show, so obviously <laughs> that <laughs> is Cress Williams. Whoa,
0: whoa, so. whoa, whoa, oh, whoa how could octavia spencer is, that is that there sense. to go damn girl at the beginning so walk it back walk I it back this movie Oct- does a lot for representation in film it really does walk it, it really back does. i apologize um. to
1: octavia and to kress and to all of you
0: <laughs> and there's also his girlfriend who he's oh, like seducing true. in the van what a date what? Have, I, come to my wine. surveillance glass, van glasses it's fine do you believe that that character works for the Chicago Sun-Times or do you think he is just a friend of John C. Riley's? Because I don't think he works for them. I think he's just a dude with a van.
1: <laughs> Which is so much worse, but in keeping with the kind of predatory vibe of this film. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yes. John it does C. Keep with sure the theme. a guy with a van who will record you if you ask nicely enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. All right. So she comes into school and there's also another iconic line which is
1: hey girlfriends and then she trips
0: (laughs) okay um and then then we get rob eating coleslaw to become cool i just don't understand like how michael vartan falls in love with her i've written it like 50 times on this page Because she's still, her hair is still crazy on this day. I
1: think we're supposed to, he he sees her soul, right? Yeah. He sees her her wit and intelligence in class, and he looks past the literal nightmare Karen hair. And it is
0: fine. (laughs) But then tonight is when we meet his girlfriend so she's not wearing her denominator sweatshirt today lily brings it up she says oh she forgot lily says oh we have a study group tonight and she's like oh yeah okay and then she goes to this cool party that she finds a flyer for Mm -hmm. and guess who's there
1: sam is there with his girlfriend
0: who's a lawyer at a firm Mm -hmm. who wants to move to new york city and they've been together five
1: years and he is clearly not into her Okay, no. Real quick, I got to talk about Alias again. Why mm-hmm. does Michael Vartan always have a no entity girlfriend at the beginning of the prop culture property? <sighs> When he God. was Vaughn, he had Alice on Alias, who was the big stopper for him and Sydney. You know, other than the right. triple agent thing, and then he's got Laura here. Michael Vartan always has a girlfriend who's mentioned once and you never see her oh, again. It's and the sometimes,
0: rules. also in the middle of the series, when Sydney has died for a while and then comes back to life, and then all of a sudden Vaughn's married to fucking Lauren of Lauren, all the
1: people with the eyebrows and the accent from nowhere fuck
0: Ugh. you, Vaughn. But also like kind of fuck you, Sydney, because she was like you should have waited for me and he's like you've been dead for years. And she's
1: like you know our life, right?
0: <laughs> like I love that she held that against him. Like you should <laughs> if you died, I would wait for you. <laughs>
1: and was like there was DNA. I don't yeah. Know what you we me. we buried your body. <laughs> they just needed okay they needed to retcon that a little bit better later that lauren like brainwashed him or drugged him or something They never did that he just moved on with lauren yeah need, okay you know what this is not about alias
0: but i have more to say <laughs> okay all right fine okay we'll talk about it later okay <laughs> all right okay where are we where are we
1: <laughs> oh she's okay she's about to have the weirdest reaction oh, she's to an edible i've ever seen
0: oh my god yeah so she hangs well first of all the, the three cool girls are doing the creepiest dance <laughs> toward the stage yes. i don't know how they got cool but it was not by doing this no. then she ha- sits down with some rastafarians she has a special edible brownie and then goes crazy yeah, i
1: don't think i feel like it It was meth in the brownie because i she don't seems know to have a lot of energy i would say
0: that the makers of this movie don't know anything about drugs but the makers of this movie are drew barrymore who went to (laughs) rehab at nine
1: drew should know
0: drew should know she
1: should know that you're not banging a bongo and then slapping your ass on stage oh i love it it's so good though again (laughs) I, i cannot hate this movie do you think that's
0: what made michael vartan fall in love with her when she was doing the bongo and the and I the boa so. you
1: know what doesn't that make more sense though like if you look I guess. past the hair you're like that she knows how to throw down that 17 year old knows how to throw it down
0: rubbing the boa like between her legs with the uh-huh. with the uh-huh. yeah uh-huh.
1: That's she's so much worse. Heavy. That's just so much worse reason for michael vartan to fall in love with her
0: fair yeah. enough yeah but it's not cute like no. none of it is like attractive in no. any way then she falls asleep at the dinner table while eating a pie. Oh, my
1: God. Someone ate my entire pie. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <Been> there <laughs> it was good. It was
0: good. Have you fed your turtle? Probably not.
1: Probably, she probably fed it some pie. That's probably how the turtle died. <laughs>
0: That's probably or how. Happy. And she, like, falls asleep with her hand. Like, she gets loser stamped on her forehead, basically, because she it. fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um. <clears throat> And then she goes to school and she's got loser on her forehead and everybody makes fun of her. She's still in the dress from the night before, which is rough with like a cardigan over it. And she like runs from the school. And that's when we get the flashback about prom, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And that has the uh, Billy popping out (sighs) of the top of the limo to hit her with the egg. And I just have to say, I learned one thing from the HBO show Six Feet Under, and that is do not stick your head out the top of a limousine.
0: Oh God! I don't know yeah, if you were a six no. feet under person. But yes, I was, but that I didn't associate it until now. Only
1: <laughs> lesson I associate with six feet under: do not fucking put your head out the top of a limousine. Keep it in. Ooh, um, <laughs> so anyway, Billy yells. Would have deserved that.
0: He yells, write a poem about this loser, and then pelts her with eggs. And it's like she will, and she will be the poet laureate yes. of everywhere. Yes, because that is some pain that, that you've caused.
1: Pain. You know what this movie should have given us? It should have given us, like, Billy toiling at some terrible job that she bumps into later. I feel like we don't... Yeah, Billy something... doesn't get comeuppance.
0: No. No, no one does. In fact... Well, I, I have more to say about that. But okay. The next day, we've got Rob. He's now a high school student. He's made a fake ID at the at the Tiki post, and he's cool. He's talking her up around the water coolers. One of the things he talks her up by saying is, like, we dated and we fucked and she was awesome, which is rough, yeah. Rob she's yeah, still your sister. Get, and they
1: say are you still close? And he's like, yeah, she's cool, which makes it kind of sound like they're kind of still fucking.
0: Yeah. And it's so
1: Okay, so real I rough. do like the comment on the how little it takes to tip a person over into acceptability in social situations like that. Uh-huh. And it really does take a person saying, "Oh no, she's cool." And that like that mm-hmm. waterfall effect. It's it's a really interesting phenomenon to me. I feel like a more competent movie that does this, of course, is Mean Girls, which is based on actual research about, you know, A-type, B-type, mm-hmm. Alpha-Beta. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie isn't quite there, but there is something kind of interesting about how popularity spreads. I don't know. That was my thought.
0: Well, I think the same thing. All you need is one person to be like, no, she's gross, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then the same waterfall effect happens. Mm-hmm. So then we get, so Lily Sobieski's mad. She's no longer friend. Aldis is okay. no longer friends with her because she missed say, one study she missed <laughs> group.
1: one study group and Lily's like, you are dead to me. Yeah. Dang. And
0: she, she so says, nice. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot about the study group. And Aldis goes, maybe you should forget about sitting with us at lunch. And I was like, whoa. Extreme. That's
1: a lot. Yeah.
0: Let's see. Then we have the Ferris wheel scene.
1: Okay, first of all, why is Josie wearing a shawl and Mary Jane heels to the fair?
0: It, it, like, it's, her wardrobe is mind-blowing. Is
1: wearing a shawl.
0: But at the very least, we finally get hair that is normal. Yes, yeah. And yeah. no makeup. Like, yeah. finally, finally, finally.
1: But then, her creepy fucking high school teacher... Uh gets in the ferris wheel cart with her in Uh front of all the high school kids
0: and the high school kids make fun of them for doing sex on each other like they lean over the thing and they're like like hot for teachers sort of stuff and it's like whoa don't yeah Yeah. he talks about his girlfriend of five years who's making a move to new york city and how he doesn't want to go and he's like i shouldn't be saying these things to you you're my student
1: she doesn't get him the way that the way that Drew Barrymore does.
0: Oh God! Huh. <laughs> we call this grooming.
1: We call this groom- where is the principal? Where is the I super- don't know. Why is nobody saying, "Hey, Miss So and So"? Uh. Where-
0: <sighs> he says, "When you're my age, guys will be lined up to be with you." And she's like, "You have to say that because you're my teacher." And he says, "No, I shouldn't say that because I'm your teacher." Call and-
1: the police.
0: It's called a police, but it's also working on Aaron. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, honestly, truly, if I this is not my genre, but I get why the the professor student thing works. Like, clearly, it's not my genre because it's mm-hmm. I am a professor, and that's just not a thing I'm interested in writing about or reading no, that's about gross. because it's yep. a little too, you know. Uh, yeah. but I get what I get why it works for people. I really do. And so, if this was college, if she was undercover at Northwestern somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fucking hot, do that. Yeah. But no, you think she's 17, dude? Well, and and that's
0: where the paradox is because, like, if she were attractive in any way throughout the course of this movie and you could believe at all that he was falling in love with her, like, if how she looked on the Ferris wheel was how she looked throughout and you felt like actual chemistry between the two of them because you don't throughout the entire movie there's no chemistry but if that were a more believable romance now the movie doesn't work in a whole different way
1: so yeah this movie knows it's a paradox yeah he it knows he's not supposed to be attracted to her it knows that what he's doing is wrong he says it's wrong and then in Mm -hmm. the end we're like but you should really kiss it's a very confusing message yes
0: and we've already had rob's now a student and we've already had stacy the 16 year old gymnast be like i don't have a boyfriend and i'm a gymnast and i'm 16 and i'm (laughs) stacy and he's like yeah uh uh-huh all right but we're also uh, kind of presuming that they don't ever do anything that he they're just like boyfriend girlfriend and name only
1: but i don't get a sense that rob is saying no it's not it feels like it's for lack of uh, like acting on it as opposed to this would be wrong it's just like well, i haven't taken advantage of that yet where mm-hmm. are their parents where, where are their parents i don't know Ron and i don't Justin's know parents clearly are not there to be like i'm sorry are you both this is a bad idea
0: guys What are you doing? where is her boss like <laughs> i feel like this, there are people reviewing the tapes Anyway,
1: Anyway.
0: (laughs) we have this sex ed class where like weirdly Molly Shannon shows up and just decides to teach the sex ed class instead of the actual sex ed teacher. It's weird. She does not help out her colleague by when she like bends down to talk to her and then stands up and says the burning sensation is normal. That's not. Thanks a lot, Molly. That's not helpful. Um,
1: Then they all impale bananas on some sort of spike and just condom them up.
0: Yeah, which I'm glad Molly Shannon brought those instead of the actual sex ed teacher because <laughs> where did the bananas? Come where did the bananas come from? Where do the condoms come from? Um, where did and the then, spikes to
1: stick the bananas on come from?
0: I have questions. where what what is? And then we get Stacy saying to Josie that she's ready for sex. This is the girl, the 16 year old girl that's dating your 20 like eight year old brother. <laughs> and then Josie's like penguins they mate for life and you should find your penguin before you have sex and then um Michael Vartan is like suddenly there listening to her penguins talk
1: oh, this <laughs> is not his classroom this is not no. his class he's no. just there to get hit he's in just the eye with a condom
0: yes by her yeah of yeah. course of course then over the loudspeaker it's <laughs> just a random girl bad news about prom you guys West Glen West is doing Millennium 2. No! And everybody uh.
1: loses their shit. Oh,
0: no! Uh. To include the teacher. To include Michael Vartani. <laughs> he's like, calm down, guys. Calm down.
1: West Glen West will go not. TV, we're going to go set their high school on fire. It's going you guys. My favorite, though, is the shot of the football player just angrily eating his banana. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um.
0: Yeah. I, okay. So then... Billy, no, Guy, the cool guy, is like, Josie will know the answer.
1: Everyone, guys.
0: Josie. Calm down. <laughs> Josie. And then she thinks of famous couples throughout history. And for some reason, everybody's like, that is a great fucking idea.
1: I am going to cool famous couple now. through history.
0: Can't and, wait.
1: And then there's a montage of high school girls holding hands through the mall. It's very, very strange. Yes.
0: And like she bumps into all this, and it's like it's very Mean Girls. It's very rough. Um, she finally, though, finally, finally has normal clothes. Yes. She doesn't quite have normal hair yet, but finally, like a normal outfit now. Oh. Also in this montage is her flirting with Michael Vartan throughout things. Yes. Like, they're doing some kind of craft project together they're, in his classroom. It looks like they're
1: painting like a theater set, like a high school theater production set, and they, like, dab paint on each other's noses and things.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, as I'm saying this, it sounds like it might work, but it doesn't. Visually, it doesn't. Because no. there's no chemistry, and she looks crazy.
1: <laughs> this is just, <laughs> this is where she has the, the shoulder pads buttoned up Mm -hmm. to her neck shirt
0: yes yeah then we get a clip of her boss um saying that he needs the story in two weeks or her and her like most immediate supervisor are fired
1: this is that's not how it works that's all yeah and you know what really bothers me when she comes back to the newsroom at this point and that the the woman who doesn't know how to use the ap style book from before asks Mm -hmm. her some question about usage and josie's like oh my god totes like just because she's popular and happy doesn't mean she doesn't care about grandma. Like, I'm popular and happy, and I care very much about grandma. <laughs>
0: I do not care well, that. <laughs> it's weird to me that, as an adult, how much satisfaction she's getting out of being popular in high school now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I recently had an experience where I got to go back to my hometown and observe my high school, and it, that would not make me happy.
1: <laughs> Did you know? Did like, you want them to, like, fear and resent you just a little bit?
0: i don't know what i want i wanted nothing you know what i mean like i wanted nothing to do with this situation and she's saying things like in that that uh the work meeting she's like totally rufus guys am i right and it's like no
1: no honey
0: you have to understand that your real life is more important than your fake high school life right
1: okay but wait i have to know when you went back to your high school where did you park
0: I actually had to like talk to the people about where do I park because I was so freaked out about the situation. And now I don't remember where I parked. I think I I parked in the faculty lot.
1: I was going to say, I want to know right in front of the entrance, like you're a star of a high school movie. Just like,
0: yeah, throw your car <laughs> that's not, though. that's not an option. It's a roundabout where you cannot park there. But pretty proximate to that is the faculty parking lot, which nice. I think, no, no, you know what? I parked in the special band parking lot, which is also a faculty parking lot. But for the teachers in that building, I specifically had to park there. I was told to park there.
1: Fancy.
0: Um. Okay. All right. Then we have that party. At her house, okay. Rob throws a party at their at her parents', where their parents are house. Their parents' house. Their
1: parents,
0: because Rob lives with their parents. Okay, so can,
1: can I suggest that the parents are dead, and they both were emotionally stunted at a certain age, that makes it understandable that they would revert to love interests <laughs> that are seventeen? Like,
0: but they have to believe that the parents are alive. I know because she's like you live with mom and dad blah 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 yeah so
1: i know um but this i feel like this is the scene that is the creepiest of the whole movie
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. when uh-huh. her and rob talk
1: uh uh-huh. when she yes. says rob um that girl is 16 and then guy comes by and she's like oh my god never mind Ew.
0: yeah she's she's like you you could go to jail for this. this is illegal and then when guy comes over and is like hey babes can i talk to you She's like, hi. And he's like, see you around the cell block, sis. And it's like, as if so we're, we're all just putty in the hands of these hot high schoolers. Like, there's nothing that can be done.
1: I have I have no agency in this. I must go with the 17-year-old you now. You see
0: how hot the 17-year-old boy is, right? <laughs> and they both are just like, what can be done? And there's also this, like, fiction that when these two are dating... Because what he does is he takes her upstairs into her old bedroom and she has to like flip over all the pictures. Of course. And he's like, man, Rob's sister is a loser, am I right? Anyway, do you want to go to prom with me? And th- the fiction here is that even though they've decided to go to prom together and Rob and Stacy, the 16-year-old gymnast, are like boyfriend and girlfriend, they don't touch at all. Yeah. Like there's no kiss, there's no handhold, there's nothing. Which is like if you If you were in a bedroom at a hot party like this and you just asked somebody to go to prom and they said yes. Shake
1: hands and go your separate ways.
0: No, they don't even shake hands. Like this movie makes it very clear. We're not touching.
1: (laughs) This is such a strange movie.
0: (laughs) It's very strange.
1: (laughs) And then things get also creepy the next day when out of nowhere the cool girls ask Josie, Did Archie date Betty or Veronica? Mm-hmm. And Mr. Coulson says, "I always like Betty better." I have
0: like, <laughs> right, Ugh. um, because she's less less high maintenance, is what he says.
1: Yeah, because she's blonde. Andrew Barrymore is blonde, and also so is his girlfriend Laura. He obviously yes. has a thing for blondes. We get it, Mr. Coulson. We get it. Also,
0: I, when she's talking at her job about how she doesn't want the story to be about him. Mm-hmm which is around this time, she says Mr. Coulson. And you realize his name in the script is Mr. Coulson. And then at some point they realize that's a little on the nose (laughs) and they walked it back to Coulson. So if you watch this movie, sometimes they say Coulson and sometimes they say Coulson, I think depending on where they were in the filming schedule.
1: I would expect nothing less from this.
0: (laughs) All (laughs) right. All right where are we
1: uh we're about to see a bunch of high schoolers in elaborate elaborate costumes
0: oh good oh but first we get sam saying that he submitted her writing to what dartmouth
1: yeah yeah without her permission without her permission
0: because he just believes in her so much um they won't sell lily sobieski a ticket to prom which is which really is rough thing. but we get yeah this is where so then that's where we get the scene at the at the work where they tell her the story is this teacher the story is this teacher creepily hitting on students and she's like taken aback and appalled that she would have to do a story about him and she says mr coulson in this scene Uh um now we get prom
1: okay prom okay so what what is your favorite costume is
0: Uh, a uh, tortoise and hair tortoise and hair
1: Yeah. yeah So I really appreciate the boys dressed like uh, Raul Duke and Dr. Gonzo. from and did Logan not in see Las that. Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which cut out the year before, so I kind of like that. But also, the group of guys who were there is the Village People. Yes, Progressive for 1999.
0: Like, they didn't know. They, they didn't just know. picked a shirtless they thing. They
1: just really wanted to be shirtless. Yeah. I will say, I do love Josie's costume here. That dress is gorgeous it
0: is but it doesn't fit her
1: (laughs) honestly the boobs are i was gonna say i didn't see past her boobs i just saw the boobs because at the
0: beginning of the night when he's picking her up, the boobs are up and like yep. fitted in the bodice. At uh-huh. the end of the night, when she's making her tearful speech, they are you couldn't find those boobs in there to save your that's life. The, the most, cutlets are gone.
1: That's the most realistic part of this movie. <laughs> like, fair you enough. Show up fair and enough. The, enough. And your boobs are hiked up around your ears. And by the end of the night, you're just like, I don't know where they are. They're in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> the dress is beautiful. Yeah. The lipstick is a bad <laughs> decision. The <laughs> lipstick is way too dark.
1: Yes. Yes. Also, the boyfriend would never have been allowed in the prom with a sword. They're not going to let a sword into prom. It's not
0: like this high school has metal detectors. It's (laughs) pre-Columbine.
1: Good boy. Jeez,
0: Sarah. Uh, Okay. So they... Actually, around
1: that time, 1999, my brother was flying with a sword cane. So you're right. You're Mm -hmm.
0: right. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So she says to Rob, (laughs) thank you. It's all finally happening for me. What?
1: What is What do you think is happening tonight? You're cool
0: in high school. You're going to get to fuck the 17-year-old prom king? Don't do that, Josie. What is this? Like therapeutically, what is this, Josie? <laughs> it's all happening? It's, I that line like took me like I was reeling after that line. <laughs> okay, prom is in a mansion.
1: I have no concept of space at this point in this movie.
0: <laughs> People ask them what they are, and they say they're Rosalind in Orlando. Can you imagine how, like, even, even the geekiest of geeks would not go as the thing that you're studying in English class. No.
1: no. At least be Romeo and Juliet or something. Like, be, pick the be most regular, basic Shakespeare. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. DNA comes in, the double helixes, the six of them.
1: Super defiant, like, super, like, waving their fists in the air in triumph, weirdly.
0: I loved it. I <laughs> thought it was so cool. Um, They announce prom court.
1: Okay, and then it's not a they announce. It is Mr. Coulson or Coulson. Sorry, yeah, Mr.
0: Coulson Coulson.
1: Announces this year's prom queen, Josie Gellert, the student I definitely want to bang, who is definitely going to ruin my career. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to stare at her oh while all of you watch this happen. I want
0: to back it up a little bit to where Rob makes prom court and doesn't have a last name. <laughs> He's like Mister Rob, and then just kind of trails off. And then David Arquette's like Mister Rob, and everybody's like Mister Rob. Also, the is idea exactly that he
2: made
0: not pants. no, no, he does not wear pants to prom, just underpants. And the the idea that he made a fake ID at the Tiki Post to register for high school. Again, he's not an employee of the Chicago Sun-Times. This is just him doing <laughs> it's just this. Just <laughs> Yeah. And they're cool with it cuz they're watching the tapes and they're like great idea to have your brother just like <laughs> Suospante just go like it's nuts. Uh he didn't make a last name? And the 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 school was like Rob, nothing follows. We will register you for high school.
1: It's McLovin before McLovin is what it is. Yeah. It's, it is.
0: Yeah. But McLovin wasn't registered at a high school. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oh
1: my god. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: One of the things I really loved about this scene was that when she gets prom queen, it clips to Aldis. And she is legitimately happy for her and legitimately clapping for her, which I thought was really, I thought that was a really nice touch. And it's probably a Lily Sobieski choice. (laughs) But I thought it was a really nice touch.
1: I also super love that she does get a little dose of reality when she asks Guy what he's thinking of, and he's just uh-huh. like, my sword. <laughs> I hope that that is intended to tell us that she realizes, oh no, oh, this no. is a child. But I think no, she does. it doesn't. Because he gives that, he
0: gives that whole speech about, like, Josie, you rock my world. Rock and, my like, world. this is so great that we're here together and we're dancing and... And he says, rock my world twice. And she's like all Twitter pated. And she's like, you already said that. It's like, you're, this speech is working on you? This is is
1: a child.
0: Yes. I, yes.
1: But counterpoint, this was an excellent use of the cardigans on the soundtrack.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. So she goes over to where the like food is. And this is one of the best lines. And I hope it was an ad lib. Drew Barrymore says out loud, Is this This chocolate chocolate? cake? (laughs) (laughs) He picks up what is very clearly a slice of chocolate cake.
1: Do proms have sheet cake? Is that a thing?
0: I, I don't know. They had a full dinner when they're all sitting down. When she's sitting down with the Barbie girls, the cool girls are dressed like Barbies. When she's sitting down at that table, there are wine glasses with um with Pope hat folded nap. I know all the, I know the napkin folds <laughs> because <laughs> I worked at a fancy restaurant with like folded napkins in the in the wine glasses. There is not going to be wine. This is a high school. Also, or
1: possibly a mansion. We don't know. Is
0: that is there a meal served at this prom?
1: Some some proms did, didn't they? Mine didn't.
0: Oh god, we had this whole prom war, my senior I'm year. Sorry,
1: did East Central East steal your theme? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so my high school always had prom in this same like big barn, and that's where it was. It was always in a barn. And then my senior year, some like kids got together it, it was led by the show choir crowd but then it became kind of the rich kid crowd to personally pay for a different like a different better prom that would serve a meal and be fancier and at a fancy place and that prom was going to cost like three hundred dollars a head and was organized by some show choir kid's dad and my date was like i want to go to fancy prom and i'm like well i don't want to go to fancy prom all my friends are going to barn prom and he was like, sorry, I'm going to fancy prom. Wow. And he took his matching vest and cummerbund to fancy prom <laughs> and left me for barn prom.
1: I am rocked by dueling proms.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh-huh. so he got a meal. I did not. Jeez. Yeah. Uh,
1: my prom was in my high school gym. That's where we went.
0: Yeah. I think our high school gym like wasn't big enough or something. It was almost worse, I think, the barn situation.
1: But Did did it have working animals in it or was it like a social barn?
0: I think it was a social barn. Okay. I think it was an event barn. Okay. Um, Yeah. Then I called a college boy that I knew and he was my prom date. So suck it, Jamie. (laughs) I hope you had so much fun
1: (laughs) at your dinner prom. Fancy prom was worth it, Jamie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Hope you had fun with Katie. All right.
1: (gasps) Wait, did he take another girl? Oh, yeah, he
0: took another what? girl. Jamie! Yeah. yeah. But Jamie was also real gay, so it wasn't yeah. like I was, like, my heart was on the floor. But it was like, you're a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> You've done this to me. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, um, uh, oh, God. So he, she's getting the cake. So he comes up to her, the teacher, Sam, and he says, you make a beautiful prom queen. <laughs> and she's like, you look really nice, too. And he says, I always feel like a goof in these penguin, penguin
1: suit. Wow. it is the most manipulative moment of this movie
0: and then like he asks if she wants to like i thought go outside but i guess it's dance it's just, and then they're dancing can you imagine slow dancing with a teacher at
1: prom no okay no none of it and in front of everybody he has asked her also i'm telling you He heard what she said about the penguins earlier. Oh, yes, I know. It was very manipulative. No,
0: I'm sorry if I didn't validate that. That is extremely manipulative. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're correct.
1: That's why I brought it up. Very crazy. Michael Vartan is in a tux, and he looks good. He does look good. (laughs) It's...
0: It's... it's, uh, My heart is torn in two. uh, (sighs) Ugh. Again, if it were all believable that he even liked her, this would be a far more problematic film. Um so then they're dancing. Yeah. And then we see the coolest guy in school, guy, go up to Aldous, Lily Sobieski, and ask her if she wants to dance. And she's just she's a very good actress. Her answer is very good, where she's just like, okay. (laughs) Like you know josie geller in the past was just like i can't believe the hottest oh, guy in school God, is God. asking me to prom and L- L- lily seems to know something's up yeah. like th- this isn't right but she's a nice person and she's going to say yes
1: also can i say her confidence in that bodysuit i know like, yeah here is my she's entire goals,
0: ass. She's really goals is. on a lot of levels yeah <laughs> And, again, we both affirmed that we would have made fun of her. So that's great.
1: Um, okay, Aww. so...
0: um, They're dancing. She's wearing... She's really wearing that bodysuit. She really, she's, like,
1: swinging her butt around. Like, she's really... She's going for the dance.
0: Well, he dances with her a lot more sexy than he danced with. Which, again,
1: is <laughs> because the, sh- the movie
0: doesn't want you to think that he's really into Drew Barrymore. Oh, God. So... Then we see the Barbie girls opening the Alpo, because they call her Alpo because it sounds like Aldis, I guess, and they're going to, like, pour it on her. Drew Barrymore sees this, and she breaks away, and she knocks it out of their hands, and then it spins, and it hits all the Barbie girls in the face, and they have dog food on them.
1: Is is dog food that consistency? That feels a little, like... I think mm-hmm. dog food okay all right all right so that at least is realistic good there
0: all are right. different kinds there are chunky kinds and then there are blended kinds okay. and that seemed like a blended kind okay
1: all right. all right yeah i will accept that
0: so then she makes like a big speech which i thought was better before this time i watched it <laughs> but the part i love is when she turns to everybody and points at lily sobieski and says why her -hmm. Which it kind of rips my heart out every time. Like, why? Why her? Why this girl? You know, it's like, oh god. Um, but how she just throws it in their face? Like, I'm 25 years old. (laughs) I am an investigative reporter for the Chicago Sun Times, (laughs) And and everyone, instead of like having a reaction to that of like appalled or surprised, like when it clips to the faces everybody is just confused and like wondering why she's saying this which that is fair. Is yeah, is good <laughs> acting. Cuz that's how it will go down. It's just like what is she talking about? <laughs> what? This isn't a big who is the scroll? We don't know her that well. Okay, I guess.
1: I just love that after all the idiot like I went to Northwestern blah blah blah, mm-hmm. she's just like let me tell you some things before I yeah. have any story even started yeah. written yeah
0: no no is that how you journalism
1: that is not how you journalism
0: (laughs) oh i should say while they were dancing he says i have to tell you something which is going to be i love you i don't know then she rips off the flight wings that are the the uh camera on her bosom and throws it and she says i have to tell you something too and the
1: whole room the whole newsroom loses their shit because they've lost their feed yeah
0: yeah Because they have popcorn (laughs) they're watching.
1: And you know who's there? Octavia Spencer. You know who doesn't have lines? Octavia Spencer.
0: But she is, she's really sassy. So, you know. (laughs) Uh, So then we're supposed to think that she's going to tell him in that moment. I'm 25 years old.
1: Right. And he is going to tell her, you're 17 and I love you. Like.
0: Yeah. uh. But then she does it via outburst and then you see him in the background while she's giving her little speech and he's so hurt and then walks away i've got a lot of complicated feelings about this because <laughs> my favorite michael vartan is a hurt michael vartan Accurate. is a is a kicked puppy michael vartan uh-huh, uh-huh. that is the kind that i cannot and he was i would say 70% valius, he was a kicked puppy oh, 100%, which works yeah. Why is he hurt in this moment?
1: So, because he should be like, oh, thank God, right? Right. Right. I
0: get why he's hurt in the courtyard after he's overheard that she was setting him up for a story about creepy teachers. I don't understand why he's hurt now.
1: And also, he shouldn't be hurt. He should be fucking furious, right? Yeah. In the courtyard. That's true, too. Yeah. The only thing I can think is. He, she should have told him she should have confided in him and that's the only reason he would should be hurt at that moment but even that right it's the only possible uh, driver of hurt for me in that scenario uh.
0: that she's a liar i don't know i don't
1: know but that he's he should been made, be made like,
0: a chump like because he's <laughs> trying to get her into college i guess
1: i wrote a very nice essay for you I'll right you. yeah <laughs> But yeah, he really should I, be like, oh, thank God, I'm not the predator I've been thinking I was for the past three mm-hmm. months. Like, he should be falling to his knees and saying thank you first. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. not what happens.
0: And so when he comes out, the the guy, your guy, what's his name? Cress Williams. Cress Williams is saying, you know, is telling her, did you get the story? Did you get anything on Mr. Now, Colson?" And then he overhears it. So that guy like fucks off. And then they have this heart to heart in the courtyard, which she's like, surprise, you know? And he's like, Did you think I would be relieved that you're doing a story on me? Which I think is now the appropriate sentiment. Yes. Yeah. He's like, Do you think I should be relieved now I'm allowed to be attracted to you? And it's like, Yes.
1: Yeah. You should. (laughs) Yes. And also bad about being attracted to her before.
0: Right. And also, you should be asking her, are you still wearing a wire? (laughs) Are you still planning on doing this story on Uh, me? Or actually, you shouldn't say anything. You should say nothing to this woman. You should call your lawyer. You should say nothing to this woman. union rep. (laughs) Because he doesn't know that she's cut the feed. And now he's saying real dumb things like, now I'm allowed to be attracted to you. Michael Vartan i, don't think I would be, I, I would be your lawyer i would be your lawyer if you want if you needed one you know what no i shouldn't be i shouldn't be because because of what <laughs> because of my feelings okay so then we've got rob who's who's pissed oh because in her in her speech she says my brother rob came <laughs> and posed as a student The clips to stacy she's like the fuck <laughs> Wait,
1: again stacy wins she wins yeah. she's like, wait,
0: what? She was just telling Rob how she wanted to have sex with him tonight, and he wasn't saying Say no. no. <laughs> yeah. Um Stacy, poor girl.
1: Does every game they won with a 20 whatever year old on the team have to be forfeited? Like, doesn't that just you would bump think the so? whole team?
0: That's why I thought Rob would be mad, is not that now he doesn't get to play and get picked up by scouts and now go to college under a fake one name ID. <laughs> But that his team that he's been playing with all year no longer, yeah, I thought that too. That's true about the denominators as well. <laughs> they have like to Lili all of their wins. Sobieski doing the, the slow clap for her speech has to also be thinking, oh no. My like,
1: denominator record. Uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm serious. No, that I wouldn't. That I, would yeah. be
0: devastating. <laughs> all right. Okay, oh, we so we
1: did not spend enough time on that slope lab, by the way, so thank you for bringing it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, we didn't spend any time on it. Okay, so now we're back in the office. Another Chicago newspaper has covered this story about Josie Geller having been undercover at the high school and then blowing her cover, and they have a picture of her tearfully taking off her prom queen crown question, Sarah. Uh-huh. Has another has another investigative journalism team been tailing Josie this entire time <laughs> from a rival Chicago newspaper?
1: Which fellow student is the most likely to be the other undercover reporter? Oh, my God. School? Incredible
0: question. Incredible question. <laughs> I
1: think we need to sit down and think this through.
0: I think the answer to that question is very clearly the turtle.
1: The the guy you know who, who, dressed, who I mean? like he, the bleached who like hair. Naked, that's the football player who yeah. was eating the banana, sadly, and was eating the coleslaw. Actually, he yes. eats a lot. Yeah, I think he is the other undercover reporter, and he is the one who broke that wide open for what I can only assume is the Tribune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah.
1: Also, that's not news. No other newspaper would ever do that.
2: No. How did
0: they get that picture? How-
1: we do not have cell phone technology. There
0: are no cell phones. There are no camera to, phones.
1: There, there was there someone hour, there
0: with like a kachunk. There's
1: someone there with a disposable camera, chuk chuk chook. and they took it for one hour developing at Walgreens, and it was fine. Wow. And they were like, "I really hope one of these took." I'm gonna get duplicates just in case.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then Gary Marshall's there. He plops it down on the. Is like, "You're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Gus yeah, is fired. fired Everybody's fired. Get out of here." My and kid then is she's fired
1: like, "For his peanut allergy, you're all fired."
0: <laughs> Yeah, you will have a story. You will have an amazing story, and it's like you've been fired.
1: I'm not doing that. You fired me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like I would be like, okay, goodbye. Like I quit journalism. I'll figure out something else. Um, but no, she's gonna go write her story. So her
1: insane first person account. Again,
0: this is Buzzfeed.
1: this is a very forward-thinking newspaper it yeah knew, i guess it knew what was to come
0: her story that she writes um really glamorized. like it starts out by being like guys adults just so you know high school is the same there's still that teacher that walks to the beat of her own drum who we saw in one scene exactly one scene with the sombrero there's still you know that cool teacher or whatever there's still those beautiful girls. I, this is from memory. I did not write this down. <laughs> who will, even as you grow older, will remain the most beautiful people you've ever seen close up. And then there's that one guy, that one hot guy who you go to school you for. in You get up morning. and you
2: go to you school,
0: for and, go to school <laughs> for. and I, it's really weird to me that I feel like her story is that these people are sociopaths who are yes. like, bark, 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 go back to the dog park, Aldis and throwing alpo on her and those sorts of things like that's the story not and how and how that guy can go from saying go to the dog park to will you be my prom date in the matter of and like three to weeks
1: tormenting the girl she was with when he back- yes like, yeah
0: while her back is turned that's the story and her her like you mentioned earlier how like he gets off easy mm-hmm. both of these guys get off easy like they're glamorized at the end which is very weird He's, like, watching her at the stadium, like, proud of her and what she's done. And so are the, like, Barbie girls. And it's like, no, these guys need to get their comeuppance. And they did not Nobody at all. Nobody
1: did. No. Well, Mr. Coulson did. Because he gets what I can only assume is fired hard.
0: I would hope so. I yeah. Mean, he's
1: definitely packing up his apartment. I feel like that was not a self-selected thing.
0: Well, yeah, I was wondering, like, do we think he still works at that school? Do you think he's been fired over this or I what? I feel like
1: he's been fired. Well, then
0: why would the the school agree to do this, like, stadium thing to get him to go out on the field and make out with her? Okay. I know why the coach agrees. Fine.
1: Okay, here's my – I don't know much about high school sports – does the school – wouldn't that be IHSA? Wouldn't that be an IHSA thing? I mean, not that IHSA is going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, we're cool with student fucking. No, I think it's it fine. depends
0: on the game, right? But it's the like, state
1: finals. The state finals. It oh, be you're IHSA. right. It yeah, is the yeah. state so it, championship so game. The the school would have nothing to say with it. It would be the, right. the high school sports.
0: But somebody – somebody has made the decision yeah. that the teacher we just fired – for who flirting
1: probably isn't going to be allowed within five hundred feet of schools from
0: here on right. out. Right. For flirting with an undercover journalist who he believed to be a seventeen-year-old girl, we're going to hold an event where she stands in the middle of the baseball field and waits for him to run in and make out with her.
1: And for some reason, there's five minutes on the clock. Like just five minutes is so it's
0: long. <laughs> it's so long. Five minutes. Oh my Do movers come at night also? (laughs) It's like night and the movers knock on the door and they're like, movers.
1: He's got to save his money because he's been fired. So he's, you know.
0: (sighs) But that said, she looks good for the first time in the film.
1: He's got the V-neck sweater. Yeah. It's not a slim fit, but it's still nice.
0: If you forget everything that has happened up until now. Clean slate. (laughs) And you just watch this ending scene. That's very, it's very romantic. And he knows how to do a run up and kiss a girl.
1: He does. He does. I also really like her sparkly heel sandals. They're cute. Yeah. She looks good for the she first time. For the first time. She's in a cute little pink dress. He comes up. There's good kissing. They, they stop mm-hmm. They talk. There's more kissing. It's good. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I always wished happened, though? You know, like the dramatic moment where she drops the microphone uh-huh. in slow motion? i had always wished because this whole movie is about like getting her confidence together mm-hmm. i always wish that instead of like just dropping the microphone and stuff she like said something yeah like when the when the time runs out she's like okay guys thank you for coming want you to know i'm going to be okay I'm be
1: fine yeah
0: yeah i really wish that that was it instead of like i'm wholly devastated because <laughs> of this one thing you know like this one man who didn't love me yeah but you know whatever all right that's the yep. movie that's it anything yeah. we didn't touch on that you like need
1: i would like to see the gus anita movie i think john c Riley's character <laughs> yeah is a oh uh, like a deep well of inspiration for some kind of overworked newsman movie
0: oh so is hers like oh, it yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah would, that would be I would a great
1: watch, i would watch that i would write that that would yeah that you, would should that. Should.
0: you should write I that you should write that you're not doing any teacher student books, but you could do a newsroom book. That would be accurate.
1: That would probably would hopefully not make people say, that's not how journalism works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't bring a lady love.
1: Fuck me. Okay. I actually. You did. One. Yeah. yeah. Here's, here's my lady love because it is Easter weekend and I feel like I'm going to open some sort of terrible can of worms. That's going to tear the cult into different factions But Uh I have uh, experienced the joy and splendor of chocolate-dipped Peeps. And I gotta say, it's good. Yeah? It's it's good. Yeah, it's sugar, marshmallow, and then chocolate, and it's good. It's Peeps with, with chocolate on their butts. And I recommend... Now, I realize this is going to probably broadcast... After the Easter season, but I'm saying like Easter 2021, maybe look for. Some <laughs>
0: no, this tea. is coming out next week, so oh, so perfect. you're good. There yeah, you, go. you can get mm-hmm. them
1: 50 percent off. It'll be fine. You yeah, know, by next week, you'll definitely be able to off. get them. And also, yeah. uh, last week was my birthday, and I boldly purchased Coffee Mate Funfetti flavored creamer because we're just getting through, however we can these days, <laughs> and I just needed some Funfetti in my coffee. And I got to tell you, it was a good choice. So I guess yeah. what Lady Love this week is just sugar, yeah, and sugar. More of it. There you go. That's fine.
0: Um, I guess, I don't know. We started watching Community from the beginning again. Um, I've heard a lot of people are watching The Office from the beginning uh-huh. again. But Community is also a very valid choice that. How is for that holding
1: up? Because I watched it live and then haven't really revisited. Um, there, it's,
0: it's interesting because there are a lot of inappropriate gay jokes and racial jokes. But they all come from the racist and homophobic character. Uh-huh. And I think they're all dealt with really well. I mean, I don't think you get that group together and get something that turns out to be problematic 10 years later.
1: Yeah. Fair. Fair. I've been thinking about rewatching maybe new girl for some reason. That's kind of tripping my comfort. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So that might be a thing I start on just if I need a 22 minute, you know, Nick Miller. Jess, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's my thought
0: all right okay all right well um man keeping a badass
1: uh do we do like frosted lip gloss or the hair or lo- <laughs> the <clear. laughs> as much as rob loves 16 year old gymnasts
0: yes <laughs> and love yourself <laughs> as much as rob and josie love just 16 year old just that young stuff just getting into that young stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't Gross. love yourself that much.
0: Don't no. love yourself that much. Well, they do really love that, so like you should love yourself okay, that that's much. Fair. But don't love yourself like that. Yeah, love
1: yourself that much, but not in that direction. <laughs> not Unless like you're that. 17 and listening to this, in which case.
0: But still, ah, don't love yourself like a creepy teacher would love you. That's not good. No,
1: that's
0: not. No. Just love yourselves, guys. Just
1: love yourselves.
0: <laughs> All right, bye, Sarah. Bye.
2: Then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.